welcome back to the bottom of the pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes. I am, as per usual, Mick Whoopi Goldberg back at you again and joining me in the booth. You all know him. You all love him. He's been on the pod so many times. The one and the only. Please introduce yourself. It is Lobo Berry Crunch. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? Lobo Berry Crunch has joined us on the bottom of the pit podcast once again. How are you today, brother? I am doing fantastic. I got my little drinky drink right here. I get to talk with my homie about a very, very interesting topic today. I am I'm excited. Oh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun time today. The the last time you were on, I believe we talked about DNF duel. And the original plan was to get you back on to talk about like you know how it was faring in the next months or so i did not predict that the game would in fact die in that time period <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of threw a wrench and everything it's coming back now it's got dlc and um that's planned yeah. we'll talk about that another time yeah there's supposed to be like a bunch of updates and buffs and stuff like that for characters so yeah that's a I think once that all rolls out and everything's kind of like in there, I would love to get back onto that one. Oh, yes, of course, of course. So the fact that that kind of fizzled away, um, I had to change some plans around. But anyway, this is a new season, and we are approaching a new horizon in fighting games. And there's one kind of enigma of a very popular fighting game that's got everyone on edge wondering what's going on with it. And that game right now is Mortal Kombat 12. Mortal Kombat 12. Can you believe we're at the 12th the 12th installment of any series, let alone Mortal Kombat? Bro, it is it is insane to sit there and think about because obviously you and me are OGs. Like I played MK1 back in the day, and I've I have been alive <laughs> to see every single release. And it is just crazy to sit there and think about like like geez i was playing this game when i was a, a youngin i got a kid now and everything and this this game series is still going it's a testament to um to its longevity really and how popular mortal kombat's always been it's it's one of those series that's always been trucking you know for better or for worse sometimes but it, it never lulled really as far as uh, time in between games go maybe a little bit between Mortal Kombat 4 and Deadly Alliance but aside from that not really no uh, I think you you hit it right on the, the head there I mean it, it just feels like it's something that just I feel like it's one of those games that it could it could disappear for let's let's say like seven years right now like let's just say that they let's say 12 doesn't happen at all but in seven years they announce 12 or 13 or whatever they're at at that point, whatever number or name they give it, and everybody will still lose their minds and be ready to jump on it. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It will it'll forever be popular, I think, amongst um, the video game landscape as a whole, I think. I think it it pretty, pretty handily transcends the FGC most times. Because it, it, the Mortal Kombat series always has had a pretty robust single player experience that people who maybe weren't as competitive 
or didn't care about online at all. Like they had a lot to do offline in these Mortal Kombat games compared to some other fighting games, especially in this past generation. Uh, generation. Oh no, I, I I heavily agree with that. I mean, I know plenty of people that uh, they're not even like any type of competitive when it comes to fighting games, and they. You mentioned Mortal Kombat. They, you know, it, it's just oh, oh, Mortal Kombat. Oh man, I I played that like crazy. And you know, especially when you look at like. Like, I'd say definitely, like, more looking at, like, from 9 until between 11. I still think, like, despite all the flaws that 11 had, it was still, it still had its dedicated base. And you still had the, the fans that still supported it, you know, love it or hate it. It, it still, it was still around and it still got supported. You're definitely right. Even, even if I or even you didn't care for MK11, it can't be understated how well it sold and how successful the game actually was which is why i respect um netherrealm for kind of taking it cool right now because they could just rode the wave of mortal kombat 11 success and just drop something immediately after uh, but they didn't and and you know i was i was thinking about this the other day mk11 kind of wrapped up like several years ago now like several years ago now it's like wrapped up we haven't gotten really anything new out of it and even um even more we haven't heard anything in those years at all about anything new and you know what i kind of like it i like missing mortal kombat i like missing it because for mm -hmm. so long it's been like mortal kombat right leading right into injustice leading right into MKX, leading right into Injustice 2, leading right into MK11. We never really had any time to miss NetherRealm Studios and the stuff that they do. But now I'm, I'm kind of missing the series. And now I'm like way more excited, like not knowing when it's going to come, not really expecting it anytime soon and not knowing anything about it has kind of like it's got me missing a game. And I like this feeling. I like being excited just to see what's coming. How, how do you feel about this big um? change in their new format and how they're releasing their games and um how long it's been since we've seen mortal kombat at this point so i'm going to use a very <laughs> a very like off-putting i guess like a, a, a very off-putting comparison um because these, these are two different two different games in every way possible i would compare it to like mortal kombat right now to, to pokemon now like you were saying we had one after the other we had you know mk9 and then after that it was a little bit then we got injustice and then we got then we got x and then we got injustice 2 and then we got 11 and then it was just like one after another one after another one after another and you could definitely see like in injustice 2 and in 11 it felt like the love and hype especially like i want to say like maybe into like it's ending of its first year going into their second years of being released both games respectively definitely felt like it started to die down because it felt like a lot of the things that people had like maybe had problems with or or issues with you know with the games those like requests especially for like characters that we want to see and things like that felt like they weren't being listened to and i mean granted again ed boone it's it's his game it's his studio it's his thing like you know he's he's, he's free to do whatever he wants um now the reason i bring up pokemon is that there's definitely to me personally like that same thing that's happened this recently with uh pokemon uh scarlet and violet we had this this year we had a lot of pokemon games come out 
and growing up i mean we pretty much are not too far apart in age um growing up and seeing the 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 spacing that we used to get for pokemon games like obviously red and blue and then we had like the gold and silver and then alpha sapphire oh, that's alpha sapphire oh, sapphire blah blah whatever so we had we had years apart from each one this past year we got one two three four five yeah like five yeah five pokemon games all within the same span of a year we had the legend of arceus and then we had the 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 remake of diamond and pearl and then right right at the end of the year we also had scarlet and violet and i don't know if you've seen the stuff online but you can see a lot of people are complaining because scarlet and violet definitely have a lot of bugs and you can definitely see that burnout from fans for even being fans of Pokemon, like you see that burnout of like, ugh, like come on, you guys, like let, let let's miss the game a little bit. Like why why are we giving getting so much? And it felt like I agree with that same sentiment on like like you were saying. I like missing these two franchises. I remember when I played Injustice the first time. I loved it. I, I loved everything about it. It was so cool. It was um, you know, something that I I didn't think I'd get to see like a DC fighting game. You know, other than like Mortal Kombat versus DC, which was we're not going to talk about that game, but <laughs> but like being able to miss Injustice and miss Mortal Kombat, you know, like it, it's fun because I'm like, oh, man, which one is going to be the one to come out first? I'm actually genuinely excited because I want to see where the story of Injustice continues. But in that same res- retrospect, I want to see what what 12 offers. Like, are we going to get a lot of the things that we have been you know, griping and complaining that we should have had in the other games. And um, and now that we have all this time in between games, I feel like they're really taking their time with things. Now, Mortal Kombat 11 doesn't feel rushed. I would never say it felt rushed, but I do feel like it would have turned out a little bit better if they didn't have to stick to their two-year schedule. Two years of Injustice, two years of Mortal Kombat. Two years of Injustice, two years, two years of Mortal Kombat. But like you said about Pokemon, like especially with things like Pokemon or even Mortal Kombat or or anything, um, too much of a good thing is bad, just in general, whether it be food or games or or whatever or songs. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. Depending on the food, man. Hold on. What to ch- ch- <laughs> Depending on the food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, getting guaranteed Mortal Kombat isn't as fulfilling, I think, as knowing that they are putting their time and effort into anything like look at how um street fighter 5 uh launched compared to how street fighter 6 is going to launch since they decided since they are taking their time they didn't drop a release date until they knew they could give us what they wanted to give us in time Mm -hmm. like street fighter 5 was the worst in one of my in my opinion the worst fighting game launch ever in my opinion of course Street Fighter V was the first Street Fighter game that I literally took right back to the store and 1,000% demanded a refund. I don't blame you. I would have done the same thing if I didn't download it. Yeah, I... Ugh, don't even get me started. The, yeah. There was so much. So much wrong. Um, so when I see this big gap in time between Mortal Kombat 11 and whatever Netherrealm is doing, um, it's pretty certain at this point that's mk12 i actually feel with more hope than impatience because i like that they're taking their time i like that they're ironing things out i like that they're being vague with things to make it as surprising as they can i think 
because I do feel like what's coming is going to be big, and I, I do want to touch on that um, in a li in just a little bit here, and what I believe this is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, so, do you have any um, any other um, nuggets of sage wisdom about being patient and waiting or missing something before we move on to MK12 itself? I think that, and I think this goes with anything, honestly. I feel like missing something and getting that satisfaction of seeing it come back just gives you that like that that just like that rush especially when it's something that's a franchise that you have had like this attachment to for so many years again we're we're old heads we're old old old, old mk old heads <laughs> we have been playing this game since the, its inception you know from the Super Nintendo to the Genesis to you know each each leap and bound to each system, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So many different iterations, so many different versions, so many characters, you know, like the lore, everything. Like I, I'm a sucker for Mortal Kombat lore. I love video game lore. Um, and it's weird because like I guess like it's I hate I hate saying it this way, but it's like fighting game lore is a rarity to have like actual love for. Because most of the time, obviously, most people don't care. It's just one person kicking the other person's ass and no one cares. But, like, knowing that certain depths of, like, rivalries and stuff like that, like, Mortal Kombat has some of my favorite lore. You know, from the Shirai Ryu to the, you know, the Lin Kuei and everything to the to the the Shaolin monks. Everybody, just the different realms, it always had something wonderful. And I'll put, I'll put it to you this way. Like... Um, Final Fantasy Crisis Core was one of my all-time favorite game uh, games on the PSP back in the day okay. because it featured my favorite character in 7. Um, Zack Fair was my favorite of all the Final Fantasy 7 characters. And I always wanted to see that game come back out in some shape or form. And that motherfucking game came out this month. They re re remade that thing and I, I, I literally felt like a, a kid. I felt like the day that I saw this game in the store for the very first time and seeing it polished and updated and everything, I was like, I missed this game so much and that part of that franchise so much. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's real. This is real. I'm so excited. I can't wait to play it. And in some cases, even if you have like those games that maybe are like not as great as you would hope it to be, it's the genuine satisfaction of saying, hey, I waited this long and I get to enjoy this series again. And that's what I feel right now for MK, dude. I, I'm genuinely excited to see what comes because I've seen the rumors for a while and we'll get into that later, obviously, with a lot of the stuff that I've heard and seen online. But like the fact that there's an actual 12 coming out now and they didn't, they're not rushing it. It's clear they're taking their time. I'm hoping this time around that maybe they'll see the flaws that they went through with 12, I mean, not 12, 11, and kind of go, okay, here's what we messed up. Here's how we're going to fix it. I'm, I'm happy that Ed Boon didn't give us anything at the Game Awards. I'm, I'm so happy that he didn't do that. Because I was fully hard expecting, like, oh, he's going to troll everyone and say well, something if I'm, being, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And we already had... Um... We had Tekken and Street Fighter stuff at the Game Awards. And while, yes, I suppose it could have been cool to have, like, all three of, like, the big three at the Game Awards, I very much prefer not to know anything about the new MK until they're very, sh like, ready exactly. to show us. 
Like, wait till we see, like, a proper trailer or, like, a, some type of tease. And then we can, like, go, oh, my God, it's happening. Let's go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And because I, I, cause I would hate to see a little, like, at this point, like, to see a little teaser trailer and it looks, like, rushed or, like, or, or rough or something like that. And then mm -hmm. they say it's, like, because when they showed off MK11 at the Game Awards... It was like, okay, here's MK, here's MK11. We're like, oh, cool. And then they're like, it's dropping in April. And I'm just like, in four months? It's dropping in four months? You just showed us MK11 today. And it's dropping in four months? Right. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm happy about how things are playing out as of right now. You know, if he comes out like in September and says, all right, here's MK12. And then it's and then he goes and it's going to be dropping in December 2025. Then I might have an issue. Well, yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> then that's I might too, go. Uh -oh. that's too much of a wait. Yeah, yeah. That's too much of a jump. That's that's approaching the next generation of consoles, let alone fighting games. Really. Um, but moving on to like to MK12 now. Um, we've established that, yeah, we, we miss MK in the best way possible, I think. In the best way that we can. Now, here's, um, uh, here's my theory for why, why they had to break their cycle and what's going down with MK12. Here's my theory. If you look at just the history of Mortal Kombat, just the history of Mortal Kombat, you have Mortal Kombat 1, you have Mortal Kombat 2, and you have Mortal Kombat 3, but that pretty much evolved itself into Ultimate MK3. Yep. So you had 1, 2, one, two and UMK3, right? And then there's 4. And then there's, um, yeah, and then there's 4 um, Special Forces and Mythology. Right? That's like their proto 3D era type of deal. I have a guilty pleasure with mythologies. I, I did love Sub-Zero. <laughs> it's because Sub-Zero is my favorite, so I had a, I had a, I have a I have a biased opinion of that game. That game is hard. It's bullet. That game is actually technically bullshit. It was bullshit. shitly hard. Um, and jumps. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then you have Mortal Kombat Daily Alliance, Deception, and then Armageddon. And now here we are at mk9 mkx mk11 we're not going to talk about special forces that, that we're, we're, we're going to forget that existed listen i acknowledge it by name <laughs> i'm not going any farther than that <laughs> i'm not going any farther than acknowledging it by name it's a very existence to be acknowledged should be enough for special forces uh, you know what that's that's fair <laughs> i'm sorry i had to throw that in there but uh peppered between the mainline fighting games we had two all-star games we had mortal kombat trilogy after umk3 and we had armageddon after deception now my work in theory is since they they hold true they're they're doing a lot of i don't want to say pandering that's not the word i'm looking for um um oh not even homages but they are looking to their past more mm -hmm. for the games further for this 9 10 and 11 it's easy to tell they were going 
through 1, 2, and 3. My theory is this next MK12 game is the NetherRealm Studios All-Star game. I think we're going to get every character from Mortal Kombat 9, Mortal Kombat X, and Mortal Kombat 11. I feel like we're getting all of them for this new Mortal Kombat 12, and that's why it's taking longer. More characters, more stages, more story, more all, more all things, because it's just a bigger scope. This is the all-star game. Mm -hmm. That's my theory. What do you think? What What are your What's your opinion? I think uh, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, mainly due to the fact is if we look at like if you look at it like you said historically, you know, between like trilogy and then Armageddon, obviously, it's it's very clear that this should be a bigger game in every way possible. I mean. They have the next-gen systems, obviously, out, so this is going to be something that they're going to want to make sure their game is not only just polished, but they're going to have a lot to give you on those systems. So you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to start a game uh, series on like the next-gen system at this point after you've had so many of them, because technically we got our port of eleven onto the five and the Series X. Okay. So, so we already have like our pre-notion Mortal Kombat games. And we got to see what it looks like slightly upscaled. So at this point, it's now let's rebuild these games to next-gen console systems and really take advantage of that hardware. And then, like you said, now we, we have the, the rosters. Um, the, the Pandora's box has been opened. The, 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 the Mortal Kombat multiverse, or I guess whatever you would want to call it, with the timelines and everything like that, that exists now. That's everywhere. So you have... The capability of pulling characters from all over the place from 9 and, and 10 and, and 12, 9 10 and 11 but we also have the ability to add characters that maybe did not get featured in those games maybe some characters from the past games being remade and reborn into this new game so i mean there's i don't I, at the same time i know it's going to sound bad to say it this way i don't want to over you know hope because there's a lot of things that they could end up forgetting. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't expect Meat to make a, reappear, a reappearance in this game, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> but like you know, we've got oh, oh geez, what was her name? The the bat, the vampire bat girl, Natara, Natara. There, she because she was just in a movie, she was just in the MK movie, so that clearly means that but they she was know quote unquote person. in quote unquote was in the Mortal Kombat movie. The quote, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like her character, like we have characters that were in the movie that were not in Eleven. So we and those characters obviously exist. So we could see those characters come back. You know, biggest. I mean, obviously, I have my favorites that I want to see return, and and we're gonna get our staples. We're gonna get our Scorpion. We're gonna, um, we're definitely gonna see our Sub Zero, Liu Kang, everything like that. Blah blah blah. But I want to see those characters that we have clearly been missing for years i know you and me share the love for one particular one. Oh yeah the fact that he was missing really turned me off to mk11 oh my god and then the the i feel like the slap in the face when the devs go oh no he's in the the crypt I'm like, don't don't do that don't, don't you, do that don't you do that and then they pretty much gave scorpion a beautiful beautiful costume of reptile but it was just scorpion as yeah, reptile like no, I want Scorpion to not be 
a copy. I want reptile as reptile. I don't want scorpion wearing reptile skin. <laughs> no, that that means nothing to me. Give me give me the boy or don't release your Mortal Kombat game. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, we also have like a loo of potential guest characters that we can sing. I mean, obviously Mortal Kombat historically as of lately has just had that like ability to do those guest characters. Yeah. Now, I don't believe that guest characters would be coming back into this theoretical like all-star game and, and if i'm being real if i'm being honest with you after mortal kombat 11 i actually i just want a mortal kombat game with just mortal kombat characters i think mortal kombat 11 had way too many guest characters and not not all of them were that interesting to where they should have been guest characters um so i i feel like if they were going to do this all-star game bring every character from mortal kombat 9 that didn't make it into mk11 bring every character mkx that didn't make it main mainstream Mortal Kombat characters, not not like the guest characters from those games. Um, I feel like we we don't really need that many guest characters. Um, for that, I feel, I feel like we would have like forty to forty characters, forty to fifty Mortal Kombat characters to fill out the roster. We would have more than enough actual MK characters to choose from. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with you on that point. I mean. Guest characters for me in certain games are a hit or miss. Like, it's... I think a game can survive without them. But at the same time, obviously, you know, it's it's clear that they throw them in there for, you know, the... the I don't want to say pandering, because I, pan I feel like that word itself is just such a nasty word to throw in there for that. Yeah. But it kind of feels like it, it kind of is a little bit. I mean, like I don't... caters a lot. Catering, catering is a definitely a good word. I like catering better than pandering, but I also don't like. I don't mind if they do throw throw it in. I mean, there there is a possibility that they will be there, but I mean, it is what it is. But don't oversaturate the game with guest characters. Don't oversaturate the game also with guest characters that don't feel like they make sense for fighting these. Like you know, everyone in these games are like some type of superhuman type person or are linked up with something we got cyborgs demons and ninjas and and all this shit and you got fucking rambo show up right right and, and that's it's totally jarring it's totally out of out of character it's it was kind of um what's the word i'm looking for um just kind of out of place mm -hmm. yeah just kind just... of out of place and even and it was made worse off is that the character packs half of them for both packs or well the last pack only had three characters so one third of the last pack and half of the other packs were just guest characters mm -hmm. and because of the nature of the guest characters them being 80s action movie stars like it wasn't interesting to me because one i'm not from the 80s and two i'm not huge on action movies especially 80s action movies but that i know that's just me and there's a lot more people that play Mortal Kombat that are older than me that might have gotten a kick out of that. But I didn't. I will say, just because I'm older than you, mm -hmm. that I I, I'm one of, I fall into the group of I, I could have done without all of them. Really? I don't feel like... Was it cool seeing RoboCop? Yeah, it, it was cool. Do I feel like I wanted to play RoboCop? Hell no. Did I want to pay for RoboCop? Hell no. Did I want to pay for you know the terminator hell no like give these guys their own fighting game give these guys their own freaking game like half of these half of the people that probably were playing that game because you have to remember we have also 
new generations of people playing these games half these then i'm gonna say kids and I, I use that term is just because i'm older like half these kids don't have any idea who these people are like they're probably like who are these guys and then they're like googling them up on um the internet and they're like they're so old why are they in this game like right. it doesn't and, make any sense and younger people there's no way any younger person saw robocop and said oh i think he's cool not robocop of all the characters maybe they thought no, like terminator was robocop. cool but not <laughs> robocop like they didn't give a shit and i know nobody gave a shit about rambo nobody gave a shit about rambo no nah, no come on now. i i will say that if you look at let, let's look at let's let's turn the clock back a little bit here let's go back to x so if we go back to x around the time that x was released yes they did a lot of those horror movie characters but a lot of those horror movies also had a lot of remakes done around those times we had the remakes of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We had the remakes of, you know, Friday the 13th and, you know, and all those games. So a lot of those characters, you know, that appeared in the horror movie packs for that game at least made sense because these are literal superhuman beings themselves being thrown into a game literally littered with superhuman beings themselves to kill. These are murderers and psychos and everything. It just made sense for everybody to be in that game. And it worked. Like, it worked, and it and it's easier probably to recognize those characters because, again, around those times, a lot of those characters had just gotten remakes of a lot of their movies or, like, a an updated version of one of their older movies and everything. Like, it made sense. We didn't have a... a like, we, I think of all of them, the only character in the new... Um, 11 uh, guest packs were like, what, maybe Terminator that had like a, a current movie? And um, I'm, I'm saying yeah. current with like the last 10 years. I mean, they did have Terminator movie, a couple Terminator movies. They were all, they all bombed. Um, Rambo did have a movie, I think Last Blood or something like that. See, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't even, like, I think you, I think you did have it, but as I'm saying, I don't remember fully because I didn't care. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't care about it. any of them. Any of them. I even like, thought I would care about... Everything. Like, it just didn't make sense. No. So, I think, um, in conclusion of the guest characters, I don't think this game would need any guest characters with how much reg how many regular characters um, they would have to choose from. Because a big issue with those guest characters is that we were missing so many core characters. Mm-hmm. That was a big issue. It's not like we had every character... And the only characters that were missing were like meat, like you said, or like Motaro or something. No, we were missing characters like Reptile that people wanted, Ermac, people wanted, Takeda, oh people yeah. wanted. All these characters that people liked from the last games that didn't even show up in this game. It's it's crazy that we got like they, they centered in X, they centered the game around the combat kids. Yes. And we only got half of the combat kids in the next game. Yeah, and that's so weird to me. That's so weird to me. And it's the two that no one really liked. Like, don't get me wrong. Nothing, no disrespect against Jackie and, and you know, freaking Cassie. But, like, I would have rather played Takeda and stuff. Like, I would rather play them. I hear so many people that say Takeda's their favorite combat kid. Yeah, like, he is. In my eyes, he was. And that's he said, what, objectively, he's the best. Like, I hate to say it, but it was. Like... They clearly made Cassie, I, I get it, they wanted Cassie to start being more like her dad, so she basically became the just the female version of uh, of Johnny. Jackie, I, I don't know, Jackie felt like she just was in a weird place. Like Jackie always had an identity crisis, even from X. 
Yeah, like I just felt like she wasn't like overly crazy. I mean, it was cool they gave her like the 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 the, the female spawn skin. Like that was cool, but like it, like of all the guest characters, especially, I didn't care about anybody except like. And, and this is where, like, the Joker, I think, was, like, the only one I really thought was, like, oh, that's kind of cool. That makes sense because Injustice, like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Well, it's because it's, it's something we brought up in podcasts past. Yeah. Um, Joker was interesting and same with Spawn because the other guest characters, Robocop, um, Terminator, Rambo, um, they were just, they're just gun dudes. Yeah. They're just it's... gun dudes. And then I think that was the and, and I think that was the other reason why we saw like the the re-releases of like the ultimate and everything like that because I feel like they had like what like two versions of Mortal Kombat like that were supposed to be like their quote unquote complete set. Something. And it's because I don't really think nobody was buying the DLC packs. Like again, I, I only bought it because I really didn't have a choice because there was like certain characters that I really, really wanted to test out. But I was like, but I have to buy these characters that I don't want to play. <laughs> so I really hope in this. I I really hope, I I'm I'm with you, and I hope that they don't saturate the game with guest characters. Keep the core characters. Keep yeah. the core characters. You know what? If you really want to do something fun, bring back the the combat challenges. I'm trying to break boards and stuff again. Oh yeah, that is something we were missing in MK11. Yeah, I, and I feel like that's something they would bring back because we had all that in MK9. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'll get. Um, with this game, this new MK12 game, I have a lot of hope in it. I feel like we will get some of the fun stuff they stripped out of MK11. I feel like we will get the combat challenges to test your might, your sight, your um, what was it? You test your might, test your sight, test your luck. There's a there's another one. I can't think of. I think. Um, I think we will get that back, and we'll get all the characters from this new trilogy of. Mortal Kombat games. I think we'll get like a, a challenge tower back. I mean, I do like their the way they have their randomized tower system. I think that's pretty fun. That is fun. I think yeah. the only problem I had with it was just always waiting for some waiting for a tower that had stuff for characters that I wanted to play. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. And I do feel like they got a lot of flack for that as well. So they maybe they'll make it easier to get the shit you wanted for your characters, not as random. And I do hope. And I don't see why it wouldn't, but I do hope that customization comes back. That you know we can design our characters and lot gear and stuff for them. But have the gear pieces be better, if that makes sense. We have some characters who who. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. I was agreeing with you. I was like, uh huh, I agree. Oh okay, because there, there, there's some characters who like has say a gear piece for their face, right? Like a mask or whatever. Oh yeah. And, and their their second one will be like something. For their body and it'll be like their torso and their legs and then their third piece will be like a tiny piece that you'll never see in game mm-hmm. they'll be like like um like jack like jackie briggs one of her gear pieces is her little grenade which i don't know why because i don't think you can use the grenade in battle i think it's only in cinematic moves yeah so and then like, whenever what? she does like her um what you call it the not the, what did they call not the x-ray thing what did they call that one in oh the one? the fatal blow yeah the, the fatal fatalities blow. and stuff yeah and that's only time so i hope in this next one um they divvied up more maybe we can get we can mix and match pants with um with torsos with masks masks and we have good color shaders and the gears for their accessories are completely separate i hope 
that's that's just my hopes for. What do you think? How do you want? How would you hope they make the customization? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that could be controversial. Okay, I'm listening. I don't want them to have us have custom characters. Oh no, custom oh, characters. I don't okay. I don't want custom characters. Here's the reason why. Gotcha. And, and this is this is this is more coming from the I guess like the more competitive side to me. Listen. I don't want a custom character because most of these characters are are just basically like custom characters in certain games are fun. Like Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Creating a custom character in Dragon Ball Xenoverse is fun because obviously you get to create it could be a Saiyan, a Mechie, and whatever like that, blah blah blah. And you get to choose their powers and things like that. Mortal Kombat, I feel like the last time we did this, we got a uh, Shojinko, uh, Shojinko, Shojinko. Yeah, and as fun as it was, I felt like that would be better as a standalone game, like like a Shaolin monk style game. I think I that see would what be you mean. fantastic for that. But if we're gonna play a game that's supposed to have like that competitive feel, like you sitting on the couch with your bros and you got like like what like we did, like you know back in the day, we pop in Mortal Kombat, all of us sitting there. You know, you have your you have your five characters that are like your mains that you swap around. That way you build your skill, you build your power and you know, and everything around those strategies with those characters. But then you have that person that's like, Oh, I just play custom characters, so I don't really play the game. Then it's like one of those things that's like it kind of feels like it loses that luster. I don't know. I, I I I don't hate the idea of custom characters in games. I just want them to make sense. Okay. And I would prefer just because of what we got in the last game. I don't want custom characters in this game. I want to be able to customize yes. my current characters, like you're saying. I want to be able to change the shade of Sub-Zero's mask or maybe the hood that he's wearing or maybe the sword. Like, be able to change those hues and colors and swap those palettes into things that we look at. Look through that from the, from the, from the opening. Yeah, <laughs> I respect out. it. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be able to do stuff like that, create like that custom look make that lobo berry crunch look that's my go-to look that's what i want and i want to see people get creative with that i don't care if you making sub-zero look like he um fell out of a bag of skittles or like you got scorpion in like the brightest pink color that he looks like he's part of like breast cancer awareness month i don't care but i think that would be amazing give us those like cool new attachments like you said that we can get like the mask the the chains the weapons the swords the body torso pants but let us change the coloring a little bit let us let us have fun with those features i think that since this is will be a trilogy game focus on the characters that should have been in the game and let us have fun with those characters let us customize those looks and those characters and you get to you'll probably see some of the coolest looking customizations i one of the one of the things I used to only love playing about wrestling games was I loved creating the character oh, yes. uh, clothing for like certain wrestlers. Like I'd had the Rock come out in like different attire that made him to me look cooler. I once came I had him come out with like one of those little studded vests and stuff like Stone Cold, but it was colored different. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see that type of character customization, not basically just picking you. You create this really very advanced custom character and then you're like okay cool i'm gonna give him sub-zero's ice blast and i get to pick one more power which is like shao khan's shoulder charge and it, it kind of feels like that's it <laughs> yeah that's i i totally i totally agree with you 
when you start mixing and matching character moves like that, you create some like broken shit for one. Just for one, competitively, that's like an unviable situation to be in. But you're right, when there's a um a um a creative character type of thing, it does detract from the main roster. And in a game that would be like your all-star game, um, if it would be. You don't want the the look to come away from all these characters you managed to put in this game to you're trying to celebrate Mortal Kombat with something like this. And if you have something where you detract from that celebration by creating your own character, then you know, it kind of defeats the purpose. Exactly. That that that's the point I'm trying to make here. Like I just want to see something that just allows us to enjoy what we have for the characters that we have. And yeah, then okay. have fun to celebrate those characters. And I'm sure, like, come on, think about it. Like, I, 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 like being able to jump online and seeing, like, the different colors and schemes that you'll probably see people do. Like, by all means, like, why don't we do that? That sounds so cool. I think that being able to change all the little details on, like, just the coloring just seems like such a great idea. And then, you know... It, it, it like again you, we get to give they get to give back to us and put those characters that were missing into these games like i could i could see you going nuts on being able to customize reptile in every way possible oh my like, god it, you have no idea like give us give us multiple variations of reptiles like faces like we got the let's go back to the classic like original one where you know he looked like the when he first showed up where he was just basically a green ninja but then go to the different versions of the the reptilian faces and and things like that like that's what i want to see i think that would be so cool so sick and that would be a true celebration of mortal kombat to see to be able to customize a lot of these legacy characters in a way that represented who they were and who they could be in the future i think that would be mad cool I want the Shredder mask for Sub-Zero back. Please Ooh. give me back the Shredder mask. <laughs> that was my favorite look for him. That was his deception look, right? Yeah, like yeah, the, 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 the top hair, the, the thing with the Grandmaster stuff. Like, oh my God, I love that. I loved that helmet. And they did have something similar in 11, but it was like a limited time thing. And if you didn't get it, it was gone forever. And I was so pissed off. I, you know, it literally made me stop playing the game because I was like, I wanted that so bad. And it was like a very limited time of being able to get it. And I didn't get it. And I was like, no, fuck this. I'm not playing no more. I'm not going God, God damn. You hate to hear it. <laughs> you hate to hear that. You hate to hear it. But then Scorpion got like 15,000 different ones. And I was like, you know what? I feel like there's some bias here. <laughs> Just a little bit of bias. Um, and Another thing that would be cool to bring back would be like some type of like 2v2 mode. How MK9 did it. That's just oh, like that a personal cool. preference, you know. We, they haven't had a 2v2 mood in any of their games since Mortal Kombat 9. So it's, if we didn't get one, I wouldn't be disappointed about it. Like, ah, damn, that'd be cool if they did it. But I wouldn't be like, I can't believe they didn't put 2v2 in for me. I I think that would be fun because, um, see, the thing is, like, 2v2 to me was always, like, a fun thing for a lot of games. Like, it, honestly, I am, I know a lot of you guys love Tekken in, in, in the group. I am I am not the Tekken lover in the group. I play Tekken because you guys play Tekken. You guys are my friends and my bros and I love y'all, but I am not a fan of the Tekken games. I haven't liked Tekken since Tekken 3. But, oh, damn. but Tekken Tag was something that I did enjoy 
because it was fun because it, oh, it would yeah. allow you to play either you're playing single player or you're playing with people and you're able to swap out and tag in your bro to jump in with you and i felt like it it, it was such a fun experience so let's do that again let's have that 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 was such a great idea and i feel like when you add that to any fighting game it makes it fun yeah it's just fun you know if when i think some of these companies they get hung up on the competitive they say oh it'd be too broken it's like you think you think people are going to run 2v2 tournaments no people just want to play 2v2 so they can hang play with their friends and stuff like that relax like no one's going to go to evo and run a 2v2 tournament like we're fine just let us play 2v2 just think about the more um grounded players like you and i who like play for fun play when we have time play when we're with our friends a 2v2 is perfect for that yeah that's that that to me was like um like when you look at it, like let me go let's see like like for example like mar versus capcom the original start where you basically only had like the one partner and they had that like i thought that was cool and then tech like i said like tech and tag was like the only real one that i really was like oh okay i could play this again this is a lot of fun and i really did like that and i did love it and uh when they when Mortal Kombat did introduce it because it, it was a, such a cool way to mix things up and it kept you on your toes that was the big thing for me it was the fact is like oh i got tagged out oh, oh, oh gotta go and go and go and go in or they tagged themselves out and now you gotta change your strategy because you're fighting a whole other person like it kept you on your toes and, and i think it was just exciting like, it is exciting like features like that like i i don't understand why they removed it like i was like what was the drawback of not adding this back into the game like wh where where was the thought process of just saying like oh people clearly didn't like this we don't need to include this it's the same thing like with the um the challenges like i was like where, where's the test your might and test your sight and all that stuff what, why are all these things gone it felt like it took so much out of the game and then it kind of left you in like this weird like well what why is like half the stuff that i used to enjoy about this series like not even here anymore yeah a lot of like the personality that the games used to have yeah, but like, i think i think in this next installment we're going to get stuff like that i really i really do some something is telling me that this is going to be kind of a bigger game than what we've been used to uh from Mortal Kombat in the past you know from Mortal Kombat 11 and Mortal Kombat X it's like there's going to be more it's going to feel more like old Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat 9 held strong mm -hmm. to them not really taking themselves too seriously they're willing to add some funky stuff in there while MKX and 11 took themselves I think a little too seriously and it took it sucked away a lot of the fun yeah from the series as a whole i get there maybe that they were trying to move into a, a different direction for the game and i mean we're at we're we're at a point in our lives as gamers like for you and me for, per se where we're gonna see these major ships i mean we we've obviously been around for a lot of these major ships already for this series so you know going from 2d to 3d to them pulling out weapons and using weapons in battle and or the weapon being an actual art style in the fighting you know rather than just being like a like a quick hit move you know what i mean yeah and then now like it's now they're those weapons are implicated typically in combos you know so it's not even like a whole like separation like oh i just pulled the sword out and now i'm just fighting with the sword now it's like the sword is an actual move within your battle so yeah a lot of them that's their whole move set is using their their weapons now yeah and you know like we we live in that time now where it's possible 
that maybe it we were just seeing a shift in the series that they were like okay we're gonna try to move things over into a different direction which i'm not gonna knock them for i mean it's their game and it's their choice to do that but i think that the biggest thing they need to remember when they do stuff like that is like you have to remember how the fans are going to react you have to remember that this game is rated m now mind you i get it there there are plenty of people that will still buy it for their kids but remember that the target audience for that game are adults and a lot of those adults are people that have been playing this game since probably its inception so you need to make sure you're careful not to alienate those people because you're trying to appease to the new generation of gamers like, I've always been very heavy on that idea of, like, don't shift something too far off from its origins because then you alienate the original people that played that game just because you're trying to get that younger cast. Like, this isn't Mario. This isn't Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, those games obviously are rated for everybody, so they can switch and do whatever they want in those games. It's never really going to be a problem because they'll always have a target audience that can go, whether they're kids or adults, they can play it. But a game like this is rated M. It's meant for adults. So when you start shifting a lot of those features that we grew up with and we've been playing for years out of that game, you're going to have that whole situation of like, well, where's this now? Why am I playing this now? This this is nothing like what I remember when I was younger. You and know, I, I couldn't have said that better myself. Like, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. Sorry to cut you off there. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, I couldn't have said that better myself. I have nothing to add in the best way possible because you're, you're definitely right. They can't forget about the people that has been there for the entire road because, like you said, it's for adults. We were kids when we started playing it, sure, but we're adults now. And that, we that, know that was before the ESRB ratings were a <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and we know what to expect now. And when yeah, exactly. when we get something that's either watered down or clearly like anti-legacy, it's mm -hmm. kind of a weird feeling. Like they're slapping us in the face a little bit. Just a little slap. Just a little, a little, uh, Just a little tap. slap. Little Just tap. Little tap. Um. Now, I want to touch on to something a little bit deeper within this new Mortal Kombat game um, that's coming out. Yeah, um, I want to talk about um, the possible gameplay of Mortal Kombat 12. Now, there's not much for us to go on, and by not much, I mean literally nothing. Um, but I just want to uh, talk to you about what in the new Mortal Kombat, how, how would you hope the gameplay feels when you take into account you know Mortal Kombat 9 and X and 11 how all those felt how how would you hope Mortal Kombat 12 plays make it feel like 10 make it feel like 10 9 was a great way to kind of rebring the series back into the light and bring it into those next generation systems but for me personally 10 had the I felt smoothest playing the way the combos flowed the way like you know you could make things move into like the uh like like bouncing characters off of like walls and you know doing all that and eventually being able to use your x-ray moves and stuff like that like you know or your charged moves you know like it just felt that, like how, how do i put this there was just that satisfaction of pulling off a combo 
And even if like uh, you, even if you were possibly even getting your ass kicked on the one end, it felt like it wasn't like a oh god, this guy's so cheap and stuff. I felt the problem with eleven is they had so much unbalanced moves in the beginning of its launch, from Scorpion to to Lu to Shao Kahn and everything. I just felt like there was so much unbalancing. Like you got online and you knew you were fighting a character and you were just like, oh god, I don't want to fight this character. Like, I, I, I don't want to do this. I know what's about to happen. Yeah, I got that feeling a lot in Mortal Kombat 11. And, and, it, and it sucked because you fought that character all the time. Oh, my God. I couldn't tell you how many times I fought Scorpions. And I was just like, oh, my God, that teleporting move. I hate it. And it took them so long to fix that. But I also felt like they focused so heavily on making sure, like, the fatal blows were, like, the thing. Like, to me, personally, when the X-Ray moves were introduced in, um, in 9... I felt like it worked well as like a not just a last resort type like like a system like it, it worked well in midst of fighting but i felt like fatal blow was one of those things that kind of felt like it turned the match around too much because you could clearly tell when someone was letting you beat them up enough that they could get a fatal blow and then their entire strategy revolved only around beating you up until getting you in a fatal blow and then completely finishing you off and I, I've seen some disrespectful videos online. I have, I have been a part of those videos. I'm probably in some of those videos. <laughs> and I think that I think that that was the problem for me as far as the combat and the gameplay. I think that 10 had the best style or like at least the best feel in motions for character movements and, and fighting and, and attacking combos. Like everything felt good make it feel like 10 that's that's just what i ask don't don't leave into everyone basically wanting to do fatal blows all day because i'm i i'm i am one of those people that absolutely despises fatal blows yeah i um i also hate fatal blows and a big issue that i had a big issue that i had with fatal blows is um like you said, they wanted to. They wanted the fatal blows to be the thing. They put in so much effort, but it's just a cinematic. You know, just ignoring the gameplay aspects of it. It's just a cinematic. Mm -hmm. if, if you want like something to have your game revolve around, it can't really be just a cinematic move. Like when you look at the staple. Uh, when you look at the staple mechanic of say Guilty Gear, what's the staple mechanic? The Roman cancel. Super versatile. You can do many things with the Roman cancel from uh, increase your combo potential, protect yourself, throw your opponents off guard by slowing them down, all kinds of stuff you could do with the Roman cancel in Mortal Kombat. I'm sorry, in uh, Guilty Gear. Mm -hmm. Or when you look at the newest Street Fighter coming out, Street Fighter 6, what's their core mechanic? It's the drive system. Now, you can do many things with the drive system, but that's for a different podcast. Um... And then, when you look at the big mechanic in Mortal Kombat 11, that being the fatal blow, it's just a it's just a cinematic. It doesn't really factor into much of the gameplay aside from making you win for losing, which I guess nobody likes. I mean, I don't like it. I don't what? want to speak for everyone in the world, but I don't like it. If I'm winning, give me fucking meter for beating them up. Give me all the things I can do with this meter. Give me something else that powers me up. I'm winning. I'm winning. I'm doing the work. Mm-hmm. 
Do you? I'm going to ask you a question real quick. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Do you feel that Fatal Blow also kind of distracts you and can technically throw your game off just because you're watching it, so all the adrenaline goes out of your system? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's been so many fights. Well, when I say so many, that's like the majority of the fights because it's just how much you have to respect Fatal Blow. There's so many fights where I'm going good, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm beating them up, and then their Fatal Blow comes into play, and now I got to be defensive because their Fatal Blow starts up mad fast with armor, and then it leads into 35% sometimes. Well, not sometimes, most times. Sometimes more, sometimes less, but for free, they push one button, and it's not like they have to put like a, an input, like each character has a different input. No, I don't. that's not how it's done. It's just one button... They power through whatever the fuck you're doing, and then they do an easy 35%, and some of the characters can be right on top of you right afterwards, and mm -hmm. now all of a sudden, because you were winning, now you're losing. You're losing because yep. you were winning, and I don't like that feeling at all. No other fighting game really has something dumb like that. Well, that's way hyperbolic. I'm sure there's other fighting games out there that has a, like an issue like that. But the Fatal Blow, yeah, I didn't like it. I felt like the the biggest issue with me with the Fatal Blow too was the like you. Let me not really the, the biggest issue. I feel like it is the issue, and like you just brought it up, it felt like you could be putting all the work into this. And and as I said earlier, the problem is there are people that build their entire strategy of fighting around just that Fatal Blow system. So you get lured into this false sense of security of thinking like, oh man, I'm winning. I'm gonna take this round, and then within the the split second of you fighting that that's it that fate all it takes is that one strike from the fatal blow because half the characters have some that are just so out of the blue you really can't guess it or see it coming and then if it just hits you in just the right frame that's it you're stuck in it now you have to watch the cinematic of the character beating your ass it's also long. fun fact i didn't even know that technically if you hit buttons at certain times during fatal blows that you have to defend or you can do more damage i yeah. actually didn't generally know that until like i want to say of like i think it was like around like a few months before i actually stopped playing the game damn that's a while ago that's what i'm saying like i actually really didn't know that i didn't know that when the game first released i don't feel like that was something that was really like expressed heavily in the game so it, it, it it's like back in the day when like you didn't know what fatalities were so you had to like kind of like try your best to figure them out because there wasn't there wasn't a, a guide you know like i know what you meant it's like a holdover from like injustice and justice had a pretty um i think it was injustice they had it pretty good like the defense and the attack uh when you you know hit the buttons during the cinematic were pretty significant but i guess it was just something they wanted to give you something to do while you're watching these long ass cinematics yeah, I guess so, but I didn't realize that that was even a thing for so long, and I was like, wow. That's funny. I didn't even know that was a thing, and and I think for me, that also kind oh. of put it off more, because I'm like, great, now I have to pay more attention to what this is hap what, what, what is happening right now, so I can either lessen yeah. the damage I'm about to take, or if I have to use it myself, I have to use it to see if I can actually get any more damage in. And it, it wasn't a great mechanic to revolve the entire game around. Not at all. Now, for MK12, now I know Mortal Kombat has never been this game. It's never, there's not very many uh, entries into the series that have done anything like this. But I feel like 
Mortal Kombat, when you have your meter, mm -hmm. I feel like they should give you super moves. Yeah. I think super moves would be really cool, like Street Fighter type super moves, Guilty Gear type super moves. I feel like they could be really cool. They could be more subdued, show off more of the characters' personalities, let them flex their actual power with these moves. Like one, two, maybe three moves uh, that you can spend your meter on to do if you wanted to like close out a combo or if it's like a reversal super to get yourself out of a corner, something like that. Mortal Kombat's never really been that game. Usually you use your meter to do like ex special moves to do stuff like that to get out of pressure or to keep adding pressure mm -hmm. but i feel like if they were to add like special like super moves that required unique inputs for the characters not just like hit r2 l2 at the same time or r1 and l1 to do like your light super move yeah yeah no, to, i hear what you're saying just like double quarter circle four triangle to do scorpion's fucking spear breakdance move from Shaolin Monks or something. Um, or do fucking um, uh, a 720 input to do Jax's um, super backbreaker or something like that. Or a super yeah, just, earthquake or something like that. Yeah, something that's just not like an enhanced power move of just one technique. Like like how Ken has like the Shoryuken and then like his super move is the Shoryudapa. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I, I really, really like that idea. I think that that is something that hasn't been touched on in a game in this game. And I, I feel like ever, I feel like that was never a thing. And I think that would be such a cool concept. That's a really good concept. I think it's a great idea personally, because that's what uh, sometimes you lose some personality when you can't really because when you, when you think about some of the like fatalities and stuff. Not all of them show off, like, the character's power. Sometimes they just do, like, they just do violence towards you with, like, a weapon, or they just beat you up, or they just, like, rip off your arm or something like that. And I feel like in this way, like, you could see, if you want to see, if you want, say you play as Baraka, and you're getting pressured in a corner, and you have, like, a bar meter or something, and you want to use, like, a standard level one, mm -hmm. you could do... Um, how is that movie done? You could do, say, uh, ha like double half circle back. Let's just say double half circle back X, right? And it could be a reversal level one super like chop chop blades where he just fucking goes crazy and it's uh, frame one invincibility. So if you wake up, your opponent's got to respect it, but if they don't respect it. You wake up super chop chop blades. You do like twenty percent damage, and you knock them away. And you're, and you've spent your bar to get out of meter in a really cool. Uh, I'm sorry, you spent your bar to get out of pressure, but in a really cool, flashy way that didn't slow down the game at all. It didn't draw. It didn't drag it to a halt like how fighting, uh, fight, uh, how fatal blows do. It's just a cool move that shows off the personality of Brock as he's going crazy with his little blades. I just feel like it would it could be cool. I feel like something like that could work to really pump some life into Mortal Kombat 12. That Mortal Kombat 11, I think, which was severely missing. What do you think? No, I 1,000% agree. I feel like a lot of games that didn't even have those back in the day, like uh, like Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur only started recently throwing the the super move things in there, right? Uh, I yeah. Feel like, 
and Tekken now has them too, where they have like the what is it, the super arts or whatever it is, like the, ra the rage arts, yeah, yeah, the rage arts. So like, I think that's that's a hundred percent something that it just sounds like to me right now. I'm, I'm even picturing it in my head. Like you were throwing ideas. Out. I'm thinking like Sub Zero has one where he like throws an ice ball at them, runs up, punches them, and then like Shoryukens them with like a, a an icy fist or something. Like I think that would be so cool to watch. It would be and, cool. It'd be nice and simple too. Yeah, like nothing that also like takes too long, because I feel like that's the other thing too. When you have like those super moves that are just like quick little like ba 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 and gets done, I feel like that was such a fun thing, but it also keeps the heat of the battle going. Yes. that's the biggest thing. When you are in these fights, especially as like guys like us that used that that obviously host tournaments and have been to tournaments, you want that 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 heat and that 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 adrenaline to keep pumping. I feel like Fatal Blow drained that feeling. Because if one, if I felt like it just, it feels like you get discouraged because you're like, oh, great. I worked all this time and he gets a Fatal Blow. And and it's not like they have to work for it either. Like you said, it's just pressing like two buttons at the top and boom, there it is. Versus like being able to like, let's say like, you know, light, light, high punch, high punch, low kick. And then like you said, put a couple of inputs in. Now you got a super move, bow, 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 bow. And then bam, you get to you, all that feels like it's satisfying. It pays off, and like you said, it, like it has, like I said, it keeps the adrenaline going. I love this idea, bro. Like that is such a cool idea. Ed Boone, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> you heard it first on the bottom of the pit podcast. You you heard Mr. Mick Whoopi here. Give him his respects and my receipt, please. Put him in the put him in the game. <laughs> Have him standing in the background. He's in the background. With a reptile shirt, watching reptile fight, just standing there, <laughs> or but like I, have reptile. Reptile has to have a Mick Whoopi shirt on. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty cool. But I also think, like uh, something like that, could also add to a lot of different uh, play styles. When you have like moves like that, where you can use your meter to do different things. For example, you know we have Scorpion. We said his little breakdance move earlier. He does his, you know, he just, it's because he's a basic character, not basic, but he's Scorpion. Come on, he's Scorpion. He does a little breakdance move. It's just a lot of hits into into a knockback. And then the same with uh, Sub-Zero. Like you said, he, you pop his his level one super or whatever, freezes, runs up, does like the ice, the ice Shuriken or whatever. And, and those are your poster boys. So it shouldn't be anything like too funky, right? But say you're a, say you're a Katana main, right? Say you're a katana main. Um, she's she uses her fans and she can manipulate her fans in in different ways. Mm -hmm. Say you can um, you blow a level one super. It's not a it's not a reversal super. Not every character should have a reversal in in fighting games in general, in my opinion. It should be character specific. But say um, you knock your opponent down, or I'll save that example for a second later. Say her level one super is you pop it, she throws her fans out, and it creates like a tornado with her fans. And it just like hits you a lot. It sits there. Like while you can move, it sits there and does the tornado. It'd be pretty strong. So maybe that'd be like a level two or level three if that's how we're playing the game, if that's how the game is designed. But it just sits there and you're able to move while they're pressured by this tornado. It'd be pretty good. Katana will probably high tier for that move alone, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Now... Uh, just having a move like that on deck, you've turned Katana into someone who's usually kind of like a zoner with like 
instant air fans and like the square wave punch and um like the the fan lift you turned her into something someone that's more defensive i'd say into someone who's really good at setting up like okazeme situations you get the hard knockdown you drop her level one or two with the tornado and they got to wake up and block that immediately and you can keep your pressure up not every character should have has an option like that so if you like setup characters katana would be great for you because her specials are all setup based specials i feel like that could add just so much um uniqueness to the characters at hand that they don't have right now yeah i i i i 100 agree like this this is a topic that you and i have nothing against <laughs> it sounds like so cool to think of like all the diverse things you can do like characters like Shao, um not Shao Kahn, but like um damn i'm drawing a blank here oh my god i <laughs> i feel like i'm like oh no i can't think of any characters but like yeah. uh quan chi like for example yeah another missing character a character where character. is quan chi yeah. well but, he's dead he's dead as fuck in the story oh uh, man listen it's quan chi man that man ain't actually it's, it's true where's, where the fuck's he gonna go he's in the nether realm he's from the exactly <laughs> he's just gonna go back to the nether realm let, let, let's be real here let's uh, we, we, let's address the elephant in the in the room here when it comes to mortal Kombat. Death ain't shit. Death really ain't <laughs> you just go to the Nether Realm, and everyone can get out of the Nether Realm. Come oh. on. Well, speak. Speaking of something like that, um, I think another cool identity forming special would be for uh, Melina. I think I had this idea while you were you were talking, and I think a cool move that she could have it it could be like an install special. Where she takes off her mask and becomes feral for like 10 seconds, becomes faster, has better air mobility, can jump off walls, can slide on the ground, can grab and bite you and slash you and stuff. And then once the install is over, mask comes back on, size come back out, she's back to normal. So like a quick, like a, like a quick super, like a, like a character buff, just like a yeah, quick, like I like can kind of like do some moves real quick that I normally can't do. And then, you know, just kind of like calm myself back down. Yeah, and then just, like, imagine, like, you do a, a combo into a launcher, you pop that install super, and now you can juggle them in ways that regular Melina couldn't because now she's in her feral install. And you know what? The nice thing, too, is that like, you don't even have to buff the damage. You don't. Like, it's just, just a temporary fucking ability to kind of just beat somebody up real quick. Right, and just change the moves and make her faster. So that, may, that way she'd be able to link combos on her own without having to increase the damage. And it would be execution. It would just be cool. Or like Sub-Zero, one of his, you know, you, you know, you had the one you made up. Or he, he could have another one. His, like, the Creeping Ice special. He has an MK11. Pop a level one. He sets, like, a little, like, a briny, like, ice thing that travels along the ground. And then you can go ahead of it, pressure your opponent. And now they got to worry about this Creeping Ice that's behind Sub-Zero coming for you. <laughs> while he's pressuring you. Pressuring you. Oh my god. Bro, it just, it's just there's so many good ideas. They can like show off the personalities of the characters the same way um Arxis and and Street Fighter does with their specials. Yeah. Like, and Mortal Kombat doesn't do that with their specials. They cuz what they if you just go by fatalities and fatal blows, every character in Mortal Kombat can be summed up as violent. Everyone's just violent. I yeah, I, I can agree with that. There's just, there's nothing I will. Dis I can't disagree with anything on there. I, 
I think it would be cool even to have like maybe you could set different super arts for each character. Like you said, Ooh, like that's cool. Maybe Sub Zero has like one that's more offensive, one that's more defensive. You know, like give give each kind of like how back in the day how um, NBC Two had like the uh, the different like attack patterns for your um, your characters. Like you had yeah. like the the rush and stuff like that. Like you had characters could be more rush ability or like you know when you had partner assists like. Like those ideas, like give each character their own version of a super art. Maybe one that, like you said, like it tailors to the character. So somebody like Sub Zero, who technically can be on the offense or defensive, you know, you have one of each. You have one that's more on an offensive move, one more on the defensive side. Then you have like characters, like you said, like Katana, who has one that's more more offensive, more defensive. Like do like exactly like what uh, Street Fighter uh, introduced in uh, in four, where you had like two of the moves. Right, so or three, choose, where there's know, or three, three, or three. Parts. like allow you to kind of go and pick because then now you can mix things up yourself yeah and it allows you to expand that like that ability to learn more because the other thing too is that you're going to consistently have to learn how to not just use this against certain other characters but anticipate the other character because let's be real here eventually it's true people start to get used to this stuff people will watch videos and, and and look at gameplay and eventually they'll figure out the little nicks and twists of how it'll work against certain characters but when you have like multiple versions now you have that ability to mix it up and because you're like oh i'm fighting a reptile is he offensive defensive i don't know which one is he going to use like that's i think that's what makes the beauty of it i think Ooh. that'll make it easier to keep people more engaged but at the same time it don't it doesn't get boring bro i like that idea a lot that was better than my idea of level ones twos and threes that's just better that's awesome it's <laughs> like because that's nether, like nether that's realm what are y'all doing listen to this podcast we got gold here both of us let's go because that's like the variation system <laughs> i think they wanted because you have your base character i think that's like the perfect balance between um, what we've said on the podcast before where we want full characters we don't want them to be broken up into variations we want a character with a full move set but with customized with with um selectable super arts like a super art one two and three that's where the care the player expression can come from because if you say we both play say we both play uh sub-zero let's just say we both play sub-zero mm -hmm. if you like to be more balanced you like to finish your food. You like to make sure you optimize your combos as they arrive. So you would do your combo into his Super Art 1. Let's call it Super Art 1s. That's what it's called in Street Fighter 3. Uh, let's just call it, I'm sure they'll call it like a Fatal Art or something. Let's just call it Fatal Arts. It sounds better for Mortal Kombat. That does sound fair. Um, let's say you combat call it- Combat Arts. Something like that, something like that. Combat yeah, Art yeah, 1. Yeah, yeah, If you, you, you chose Combat Art 1, um, which is his Ice ball into sure you ice sure you can, yeah. Um, that you would do your combos, and then you would use your combat art one to cash it out to just do max damage, and that's just like your style. You're balanced. Um, you're balanced. You're very um technically sound. You don't want to take too many risks. You're not. You don't want to. You're not trying to be a mixed monster or anything. You're not trying to do all, any complicated resets like that. Right, and that's just you as a player. You get to express that by choosing your combat art. Mm -hmm. And then say me, I play a Sub-Zero. I choose the Creeping Ice combat art. Combat art 2, the Creeping Ice one, 
where I knock you down. I set the creeping ice. It's always behind him. I set the creeping ice behind me. I keep pressuring you. Um, and I had that coming. I didn't cash out. I did a weaker combo than what you would have done with your combat art. But now I had this thing behind me coming for you. And if I could do my combo, if I can do my pressure just right, then you will have to worry about both me and that creeping ice. And then maybe I could get you stuck in the creeping ice and it does whatever the creeping ice does. Maybe it blows up into a bunch of icicles. Maybe it freezes you and does like damage over time or something or something like that. I don't know. We, we're, we don't really got time to be creating the characters here. But that would just show off the difference of our playstyles. Even if we are of equal skills, our playstyles are different. Despite the fact that we're playing the same character. I think, yeah, I think that's the best way to go. I think your combat art idea is the best way to go. Yeah. I think that'd be, mm -hmm. I think that would really like, because if they're trying to, if they're trying to go with the idea of bringing the, the game into like a new age for itself, then you got to adapt and look at things around you and see what they're doing. Like we said, um, Soul Calibur for a long time had nothing like the super arts. It was basically just run up and get done up. That's just it. Wallop, swing, you know, grab, throw, and sometimes even just push your opponent off the edge if you can. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of those people that tried my hardest just to push my opponents off the edge. Because I just thought it was funny. It is kind of funny. It was that that's all it was. It was just funny to me. I never took more, I never took Soul Calibur seriously. I only wanted to just run up and just try to hit people off the edge, and then I would run off the edge after I was sure I won. <laughs> But um, I think that it's something that maybe, you know, MK needs to start looking at as like a possibility because it does open the door up for a lot more. And with all the characters they have that use different styles, because I feel like the one benefit that MK has is they don't really have too many characters that are basically just like straight clone characters of each other. And that's that, true. I, I feel like that's the beauty of it. Like we have our... Look at Dragon Ball Fighters. You know, we have our characters that have very similar, like, movesets and similar, like, blast attacks. Or, like, Street Fighter, who we have our Shotoka characters that basically use the same, like, you know, Satsuni, Ohado, like, type fights. And, you know, everyone, like, half the characters on that freaking roster have a Shoryuken and a Hadouken in some shape or form. You know? But... The thing, the beauty of MK is because all these characters have so many different arts and different styles and different backgrounds, you know, from races and things like that. Look at Melina and look at Baraka. Melina and Baraka are basically made, uh, like, they're both Tarkatans. So, you know, even if she is like a, like, you know, an experiment, she's still a Tarkatan. So, but the thing is, Melina fights very differently than Baraka does. You know, she obviously has the size and she has a, a lot more swiftness when it comes to her moves. And then Baraka is a very like power heavy, like I'm just running up and I'm going to just chew you the hell up. Like I'm, I'm here to eat you. Like despite being of the same race, they fight very differently. And even with the ninja characters, you got, you know, Sub-Zero and, and Scorpion and, you know, Rain. Like all these characters, despite being like close, I guess, in sense to being like that type of character, they all fight differently. You know, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, like all of them do. And now with this like super art idea, think of what you could do. Think of like the super arts you could come up with with Liu Kang and and Kung Lao and and you know or Raiden. You know, like 
you know, Fujin, like, geez, like, the possibilities are literally almost endless at this point. At this point, yeah. And it's way better than um, mixing and matching, like, moves with the character, like, how you can build, like, Scorpion however you want um, by choosing moves. You want this spear, you want super spear, do you want... I can't think of what all of his, like, added moves are. I just think it's better than that, because you can get the full character while at the same time you know choosing your art and being who you want to be yeah like i think that i, I really really hope <laughs> like somehow some way ed boone hears this and goes you know what they're on to something here <laughs> they're on to something here <laughs> i mean they're on they're they're obviously we have no evidence of what they're doing we have no idea what's coming Way. but if they do like change things up like i said bring mortal Kombat into this age where we have to not, not have to but like look at these possibilities get rid of the fatal blow system the fatal blow system is not at all to me a successful system in in that in that game you know like no if way. you're gonna it's put something not. about fine go back to the x-ray moves whatever or think of this system as a whole because you can build those, you can build that meter to use for your super art or not. You can use it to like, as like the x-ray system and all the other stuff does, use it to enhance like one of your attack moves. I don't know. Pick whatever one you want to go with. But at the same time, like I really think this like, this like combat arts idea is probably one of the best systems that will bring Mortal Kombat into this new age of like fighting and maybe get them back into like that like limelight of being like a mainstay tournament like fighter. Like, I honestly, I would probably play almost every single day if they had something like this. It would be so cool. It would be so cool. Yeah, that's, that's all I really got to say about it. It would just be, it would be so cool because you would want to learn each, like, super art if you wanted to. Or just heavy focus on one, depending on the kind of player you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to learn them all just for the matchup. And what if you run into, like, a character that's not really seen using a, a combat art that you don't really see and all of a sudden now this is pretty much a brand new character that you've never fought before and that's really exciting to think about exactly i think that that's because as, as a as a fighting game enthusiast myself um <laughs> i love fighting people that have very different styles than what you see because let's be real here anybody can go on youtube and watch a basic combo go through but then you got characters that get mixed up and used in ways that you never would have thought that these are clearly the people that went into training mode and sat there and just worked it out. And I, I, I that's to me personally, like I would rather get my ass kicked by somebody that does that than somebody that just relies on, oh, I'm just going to let you beat me up as much as possible. And then use the, uh, the fatal blow to like do as much damage as possible. And then, while your game is thrown off, I just do whatever I got to do to win. Like, reward the people for doing good. That's that's what you want in these type of games. Yeah, and and, and I agree. And, and it works with the combat arts because they're not so overpowered to where it's win more. Like, sure, you earn it. It's not like a win more button. It's not like you are beating them up, beating them up, beating them up, and then you get access to this special that's going to do 50 percent just because exactly. you're winning it's not like win more it's just like okay here's what you can do with the meter you earned 
Like, it, it, it's crazy that we're talking like this, because this is pretty basic for most fighting games that are out right now, aside from specialized games like Tekken. Mm -hmm. But most fighting games have a meter system that you can use for different things. This Mortal Kombat's had it, and then they took it away for MK11. But even in MKX and 9, you, you didn't have a ton you could do with the meter. You did EX moves or your X-ray, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, or, exactly. or breakers of course breakers which is something that should come back or breakers or some type of burst system just do not bring back the breakaway ever again <laughs> you heard it here don't don't ever no breakaways. No breakaways. ever again never again i never want to see a mechanic like breakaway in any fighting game for the rest of my life This was genuinely, genuinely the first time in a fighting game where I would lose because I was winning. Not because of Fatal Blow, but I literally got you into a combo. I earned the combo, and they broke away, and I was still in recovery from my combo that I landed, and they full combo me into oblivion. What? Yep. That's crazy. That is crazy to lose because you won. That is insane. But that was the breakaway system, man. So um, here, here's something that I want to ask on this end, too. Do you feel... Now, obviously, one of the biggest bread and butters in Mortal Kombat has always been the brutality. Of course. Do you feel that maybe at this point in time, after seeing, like what how let's say let's say how extra they were in in mk uh mk11 with it do you feel like it's time for us to simplify fatalities instead of watching this like minute and a half gore fest for no fucking reason okay this might be a little this is gonna be controversial and a little okay. bit nuanced um okay. so here it is no more cinematic fatalities Yes. No more cinematic fatalities. Yes. I want, this is what I want. I want what their ideas for brutalities were to be fatalities. Um, don't, I don't want them to be super specific like how they are now. Just have, you know, special moves go into, it can be a grander uh, move, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, super quick like how brutalities go. Um, let's find, let me see if I can find an example. Say you have like 2% life left. I'm playing as Reptile. And I do, um, a, an acid puddle move. EX, his EX, acid spit, acid puddle. Normally, you would step in it, you would lose health. But, with this like new system, if it, I do the acid puddle on top of you, it actually covers you like his classic fatality. And does like a, this big like, oh my god, I'm melting, oh my god, I'm a bloody mess now, I'm just a skeleton or whatever. Yes, yes, no. And, I, and then I, it's fat fatality. And like have a lot of the special moves, maybe all the special moves do a fatality like that. Or have some type of special system for it, I don't know. And then maybe make the brutalities like how they used to be. Just like a big giant 30 hit combo into an explosion, just bring that shit back. 
But I think that's a great idea. I really do. That's just like that's that's my idea for. It. But yeah, I no more long cinematic fatalities. I think I'm I'm just bored of it now at this point. It can only get so violent before it's just boring and just violent for the violence for violence sake. Like you know that like, most of them had to actually get like therapy and stuff like that after they did all the ones that they did in MK11. Like a lot yeah. of the deaths people had to literally go through some type of therapy after that shit. I and heard. I think, like I, I think that that was the problem. It's like some of them just didn't outright make sense. Like for for example, like Luke Kang had the one where he like basically like uppercutted you and you broke into pieces. And then for some fucking reason he you, like you're dead already. You're in, you're literally in chunks. And he pulls out his nunchucks and just decides to start swinging and smacking the pieces as they come down. I'm like, why? What, why? Is, what is? What was the purpose? That is exceptionally stupid. Like some of that them. That is purposeless. Yes. Yeah, like some of them kind of made sense. That I was like, okay, like Sub Zero had the one where he he like um, froze you and then slid like oh no no he he created the um, the ice clone with the uh, spear in his hand. And he slid, kicked you, and you fell on it, and then he reached in you and ripped your spine out, like the classic day of, like, you know, when he used to be like, oh, I'm going to rip your head off and pull your spine out. Yeah. Like, I get that was a nod to that. And it kind of made more sense because it's like they're not fully dead yet. But, like, there are some that you're like, they're already dead. Why are we Why are we overly doing this? Also, <laughs> there are some characters that are heroes in this. Why are they so disrespectful? Liu Kang is a character that is built on honor. Why is he disrespected in the corpse of the person he just beat? <laughs> a a like, cool thing he could have done was to do that uppercut, you know, uppercut them into pieces and then do like a little monk pose while the body, like the pieces and blood rain around him. That would be kind of sick. See, that makes sense. But like, they're, like, like some people that have like the goofy ones too, like, uh, what was it? Shao Kahn is the one where he hits your head so far and then knocks it out of your ass like you know what i mean like <laughs> i get it though some of them were meant to be goofy and fun i get that but there's just some that are just overly detailed for no fucking reason no whatsoever reason. i feel and you it's like, and it's like i also felt like you got punished for losing so you had to sit here and watch this because if you rate if you quit while that's playing you, that's a that's a count against you you rage quit it's true and I think it's that's true. stupid. So why do I have to sit here and watch myself get murderized for like another minute and a half when I could be queued up in another match? Like, just kill me. Like you said, like, go back to the old style where like, it was just like, it's just one swift move. Have Liu Kang do the one uh, the one inch punch and I explode. That's it. Like that, that fatality made sense to me. It was like, cool. It was a cool fatality. I'll give him that. Yeah, like he rolls up to you, punches you a bunch of times, and then does the the, the one inch punch, and then you explode. Cool, that makes sense. But the the raining down body parts and hitting it with my nunchucks, that doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Um, or like uh, what was it? The the scorpion one where he, what is it? He um, cuts you up, kicks kicks slices your head off, kicks it in the air. You, again, you're already dead. You've you've been dead for at least about half of this fatality already. And then he shot this spear through specifically the mouth of the, the the person he fought. Why? What was the purpose? My question is, what comes next after that? Like, like okay, like the head's midair, like it's got to fall. Does it just like fall to the ground? Then he just like slowly pulls it back to him, like all embarrassed and shit. Like, uh -oh, like my, oh, my shit's oh, stuck. Oh, oh, what do we do now? Like, <laughs> yeah, the cinematic fatalities. I think that we are way past that point. I think so we, too. We, get that Mortal Kombat is a brutal game. We already fucking understand that. Oh, yeah. 
very much. But let's 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 cut the cinematics out. You're there. You finished your opponent. Like when you hear "finish him," just make it a quick kill. Just a quick back in the day, like you know, rip out a heart or you know, like what was a uh, like so, like certain characters. Like I said, made sense. Other characters just made no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah. And it, some of it was just boring and overly like, ugh. Like, it's it not even, like, again. gross. It's just like, did I really need to watch, like, this character do this whole thing? What was it, um, what's his name? Uh, fucking, God damn it, Kano has the one where he, like, sticks a bottle in their throat or whatever like that. And then dances with them as they're he's dancing. You're just watching the blood gush yeah. out of his throat. That's, yeah, I didn't mind that one, actually. I thought that was neat. It wasn't overly violent. It showed Kano off, like, Kano's personality. I like the headbutt one better. Yeah, it was simple, simple and to the point. Because I mean, that one made sense to me. Like the guy has a metal plate in his head, so it makes sense. He's literally beating you with his own head, with 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 the steel head. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, let's 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 cut the let, let's save the devs from having to go through therapy again. <laughs> yeah, let's, let them have fun again. You know. Yeah, like just it could be like you could have goofy fatalities, you know. But like. Let's not, like, overly make it crazy, because, one, again, we don't want to sit here and spend all this time waiting for our death to be played out in front of us, and then having to wait to queue up into another match. Let's let's get our ass killed, and then just be like, all right, let's move on. I don't I feel like even when we all play together, we use the fatalities. I feel like we just beat each other and just go, all right, cool, next. I... Ever since brutalities were introduced, I always prefer to go for brutalities over doing the fatalities. Because it's Agreed. fatalities are just so long and monotonous now. But when you do a brutality, like you earn that shit. You earn that brutality and it feels good. Mm-hmm. It just feels better doing the brutality. That's why I wish the, they would merge the brutality system with the fatality system. Give us something really robust and cool and and most importantly, interactive. You know what I'm saying? There's a cool fatality back in mortal kombat 2 um it was kun lao's fatality where when it says finish him you get into like position far away and you just do his hat toss you just do the motion for his hat toss i think it's um do you hold the button down i think you hold the button down and release it i, I haven't I played mortal kombat 2 in a long ass time i wasn't but a kung lao me so i don't know a lot um and then you throw the hat, you just do the hat toss. And if you push up, because because you can aim it, like yeah. in game, you can aim it. If you push up, when it says finish them, you do the hat toss. And if you push up at the right time where it hits their neck, it cuts their head off. But if you don't hit up at the right time, it just does a regular hat toss and they fall over and they're not dead. I think that's like, I think they should look to the past to rework their fatality system in the future because i think that's a good thing to look at to keep it interactive to keep fatalities fun and engaging and cool even bring back some of the old stuff like animalities and stuff like that like you cool. know just... that'd be cool and with all this leeway to put in the fatality input and just the ease of access to learn the input is not as um impressive knowing the fatality anymore you could literally pull up your screen your command list look at the fatality bring it down and then do it um with seconds to spare before they even fall over you don't even have that anymore you could just literally spend the fatality tokens and just true. the game do it for you yeah so it doesn't feel earned really i mean i guess you won so i guess it was earned but it doesn't feel it's like impactful anymore because of how easy they are to do 
Yeah, I, I, that's that's my biggest thing. I want friendships to be fun again. You don't think friendships are fun in MK11? They were okay. I think they were okay. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> having the ones that are, like, them coming up, like, I, I, I missed, like, the weird goofiness of, like, the interactions with the characters. Like, because I feel like the friendships are more or less just the, the winning character doing something fun for themselves. And I miss the old days where it was, like, they clearly were, like, aiming it toward, like, the person they just beat. You know what I mean? Like, giving them a cake oh, or something yeah. or, like, jump or, like, offering jump rope with them or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, have them be friendly towards the opponent as opposed to just, like, doing something funny for themselves. I see, I see what you mean. Yeah, like, like how, uh... Striker was doing the crosswalk for your character making sure everyone could get by or like you said that sometimes the character they will hand the opponent like a doll Or something. Yeah, yeah I see what you mean stuff. Like, Okay, that, that would be fun because I felt like when they brought back friendships. I was like, oh cool friendships And I was like, wow, how is this a friendship? I'm only watching my character do something. Where's the do other one? Doing something funny. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's not a friendship like give like when scorpion grabs the bear He should give the bear to the opponent Exactly. There for you. Like, yeah, that type of stuff. Like, you can that's be cool. goofy with it. That's fun. I think they should bring back animalities, though. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, dude, I, Maybe I want animalities. animalities could be super cinematic. Like, some of them were goofy back in the day, but there's some of them that were just so cool to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a guilty pleasure to saying like Night Wolves was my favorite because he turned into, you know, uh. <laughs> Like what he turned, like he, when he turned into stuff, it was it was really cool. And I think you have characters like that that would even have like, because Nightwolf is like obviously in touch with nature. So I mean, he could be a wolf, a hawk, a bear. Like he could technically turn into anything. He could. You know, he turned into a wolf, I think. Right. Actually, yeah. I don't think so. I think he turned into a bear back in the days. Hold on, I'm actually looking. Uh, uh, I think Sub Zero turned into the polar bear. Nightwolf turned into um, the wolf, I believe. Here we go. I got it right here. I got the list. I don't even think Scorpion turned into a Scorpion. I think Shiva turned into Scorpion. I think Scorpion turned into a Penguin. Here we go. Animalities. I think Reptile hey, that turned was into a Mortal Kombat 3. Wow. Yeah, that was way back when. I know Smokes was cool. He turned into like a Shadow Bull. That shit was kind of cool. Bring back my man Smoke. Back smoke, yeah. <laughs> I loved Smoke in 9, and I was so angry <laughs> that he's gone. He only um, got a fucking line mention in 11. Of course. Who Who was... It was uh, Sub-Zero... Turned into the polar bear, to? I think. Who did he oh, talk oh, to? Oh, I don't know. I remember he talked to somebody that... He's like... He was like, I'm going to send you to the Nether Realm, and he's all like, they have your friend Smoke. Probably... <sighs> yeah, Kano turned into a tarantula. Yeah. Johnny Cage turned into a... <laughs> a kangaroo. <laughs> Reptile turned yeah. into a, ch a chimpanzee. That's yeah, what it was. he turned into a chimp and ran, like, ran at him and they ran away. This shit was kind of funny. Yeah, Lucan turned into a dragon, obviously. Of she course. Was a scorpion. Scorpion, yeah. She was a scorpion. She would, like, poke you and then you would explode. Yeah. Oh, explosion. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much exactly how it was. <laughs> yeah, Jax turned into a, a yellow lion. Sindel turned into a wasp. That's right. Sindel um, did turn into the wasp. Yeah, like this. Like, like they bring back that. Yeah. That was 
I felt that, like that was that cool. was that was cool. Um, but to I I have a few more things that we could touch on, but we're a little over time now. So maybe next time we do like a part two to this. Part two? Yeah. Let's do part two. Let's do part two. Because next time to be continued on part two, I want to talk about hopes for the story mode, um, problems that could arise for the next Mortal Kombat. Um, what kind of new characters we might want to see uh, alongside the cast of main characters, like new Mortal Kombat characters, not like guest characters or anything. It's like new Mortal Kombat characters we might want to see. I actually have a, a couple that I can't wait to talk about. Awesome. So we'll do a part two of this. Um, but for now, I th- we are at our allotted time. Uh, but we touched on a lot of great shit here. I think Mortal Kombat 12 will turn out to be awesome. I think, I don't want to call it a return to form because we just don't know yet. But um, I feel like they will take every criticism they've heard and use it to create the best Mortal Kombat game they can. Agreed. Agreed. And um, so I don't have anything more to technically like add to this episode, but I have plenty more for part two. And so do you have anything else you want to add, Lobo? Not at all. I mean, I felt like we touched on a lot of fun topics. I love discussing Mortal Kombat with you, bro. It always feels like we have these great, great conversations and by all means, if you are listening, definitely tune into the next ones. Because um, we, like, you know, we, we want to hear from you guys, too. You know, oh, what are your sure. opinions? What yeah, you leave your comments and your concerns, man. Like, we want to hear what y'all are thinking about these kind of games. What's going on with Mortal Kombat? If, are you still on board with Mortal Kombat is something I'm very curious about. Because a lot of people fell off. A lot of people really did not take to Mortal Kombat 11 and stop playing Mortal Kombat as a whole. I ended up only rebuying it for the PS5 because I lost my PS4 version. Mm. And also because the PS5 version was on sale. If it's on sale, I might as well. I bought it for 20 bucks. So that's the only reason I bought it. Oh yeah, that's a steal. Especially if the Ultimate Edition, that's a steal. It sucks because I bought it. I felt like it went on sale not even like a month after it dropped. I was like, oh my god, this has to be selling so bad. That sucks. But that's it for me. That's, um... That's all I've got for this episode. And are you you're all good, Lobelberry? Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, then, I want to thank you for coming back onto the podcast. Season 3 is going strong. And we have a new horizon of fighting games just waiting to drop on us and and just make the landscape all the more richer the last generation in my opinion was really weak i was not in retrospect i didn't like a lot of fighting games that came out i played them all and i played them all pretty diligently but i was not having a good time so let's hope that maybe this next crop um definitely uh brings that feeling of uh excitement back to you then I, I already know it will. Everything is already looking so good right now. Um, but I want to thank you again for coming on, Lobo. Thank you as always for having me. Appreciate it. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And we will see you again. But until then, I've been McWhoopie Goldberg. He has been Lobo Berry Crunch. And this has been 
the bottom of the pit podcast where we look to the moon and swap our palettes and we will see you on the next one the answer lies in the heart of battle